Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Palmer Bet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer. Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. But right now, we're going to talk some basketball. We're going to talk with our man. He is a busy, busy man. He's He's out injured at the moment, so no doubt he'll be holding down the fort at home. Dead of the year. The NBA is underway for another season, and for the first time in a long time, the Breakers are at home at Spark Arena this Friday night, taking on the Tasmania Jack Jumpers. It's been a long couple of years for the boys and their fans, but after a hard fought and desperately close overtown loss to the, at the start of the season against Melbourne United on Sunday, there is plenty to be optimistic about for the new season. And optimism is what our friend Tom Abercrombie has needed to have in spades of late after a rogue finger has called more time off the court for the tall black sky and break his legend. He's with us now while on dad duty. What a guy. Morning, Tommy. Morning, lad. How we going? Oh, appreciate it, mate. We won't hold you long. Give us the latest update. Can you see? Are you, are you one-eyed bandit? Are the kids running rings around you? Yeah, there's been plenty of nicknames thrown about, hey. Um... But no, I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. Like the surgery worked and did its thing, and mm. vision will come back. But um, yeah, unfortunately, they had to put this this air bubble in my eye, which uh, kind of just sits in behind my my retina, and it's kind of done its thing now. That first five days, when I was lying down, and it was helping it, it wow. heal, and um, now it just takes seven weeks for it to slowly, slowly shrink and um, disappear. But it's just like this. Uh, this bubble floating around in my vision, which um, it's very disorientating and mm. makes everything blurry and kind of reflective, and um, it's it's a it's a weird feeling, hard hard one to describe. But um, I've had I've had quite a few people reach out who've had similar surgeries and um, share some share some stories. So that's been quite cool. Mate, all the best with the recovery, Tom. What's the latest on the return to play? Uh, yeah, look, I, I I can't fly for for seven weeks. Um, you know, if I, if I try and jump in a plane now, that the change in pressure would make that bubble essentially blow up, and I'd go blind in that eye. So definitely no flying for seven weeks. But um, the hope is that if it if it kind of shrinks enough that I can get you know some clear vision back in in that eye um, and be able to play again, then then I'll be able to play some some home games and um, you know contribute in that way. But uh, I obviously won't be able to jump on any airplanes for a little while. Mate, mate, look, just from listening to you, there, there must have been some genuine worried, worriedness from you, yourself, you know, like knowing that your eye and, and the unknown, like, you could have potentially been blind. Yeah, no, it was pretty scary up there. Like, it happened all the way up in um, bloody Darwin, of all places, and, uh, you know, got yep. rushed to the A&E there. Yeah, I've, I've been poked in the eye a lot worse than, than this one, but um, I just had this, like, curtain over the top of my sort of field of vision and I couldn't see anything and it was obviously a bit strange and um, yeah the specialist came in there and, and saw me and was like oh yeah you know you've you've torn your retina pretty bad and um, you know he, he wanted me to stay well there was only two places in Australia that could do the surgery Sydney or Adelaide and wanted me to stay in Aussie to get it done but you know that would have involved staying in Australia for two months as well so luckily there was a red eye out of Darwin at two o'clock in the morning so I caught that and got back home essentially at the same time. The worry was that if that tear reached the centre of my field of vision, 
um, then you're in a lot more trouble. That that surgery becomes a lot more serious, and um, the chance of getting you know full vision back um, are not so good. So I was lucky in a way that um, you know, that tear was down the bottom of my vision, and there wasn't too much fluid that had seeped in there. So um, yeah, in a way it was good, but uh, obviously still. You know, for it to, for it to happen, um, you know, thirty seconds into preseason game up there, uh, yeah, you feel a bit unlucky, but it is what it is, you know. Yeah, just take your time, Tom. Look after yourself. Make sure you're right before you come back. Um, as far as the break breaking season goes on court, the last couple have been really testing for you guys. Uh, obviously, with the COVID and and all the super tough environments, is there a bounce back this year on the cards? I hope so, man. Look, I think the signs were really good in that first game. The guys um, went out there and competed hard against Melbourne and um, you know, gave them everything. It was one of those games, you know, both teams kind of deserve to win and there has to be a loser. And Unfortunately, we're on the wrong end of a couple of tough calls and, and over time, you know, one, they, they got a three off after the shot clock and didn't get reviewed. Um, but, you know, those things happen. Those are the kind of calls you get on the road, uh, at home rather, and... Um, now, hopefully, coming home, we'll get some of those ourselves. But um, some really good signs in that first game, and I think we've got a, a team that is hungry and wants to compete and, and wants to lock down at the, at the defensive end. And um, you know, that's a good recipe, um, you know, for success. And you know, hopefully, we can put together a really good showing. Um, you know, first home game in what is it, 500 days or something? Uh, this week will be really exciting. Oh, it's going to be awesome, mate. See the see the lads back home, Spark Arena, packed out. You've got the most uh, genuine and supportive fans going around, the Breakers fans. They really unite. Hey, just just quickly, in the off-season, was it more about on the court or was it more about focusing off the court to get the, the change, which we saw on Sunday against Melbourne United? It's so close. You've had some uh, new coach, obviously new uh, squad members coming in. What, what was the main focus in the, in the off-season? Um, yeah, a bit of both. Like we've got a very new group this year, um, and we really wanted to, you know, do that start from a, from a fresh slate, and um, you know, try not to have any hangover from the last couple of years. So, you know, Modi's come in and done a great job. You know, bring bring a lot of fresh energy in, and um, you know, really just start started to try and establish things from from the ground up. And I think in this league, uh, especially uh, when you're doing that, it, it really that foundation comes from um, how you play defensively. You know, the, the good teams and the successful teams in this in this league, um, they knuckle down, they get it done at that end, and that's so important. That's been a huge focus in the off season is what we're doing at that end. And um, you know, we can do a lot a lot of things better from that first game, but we've got some some guys in this team who are you know really defensively minded and tough tough individuals who I think can lock down and, and play some really good defence because you know, we're on the road a lot just because we're home. You know, it, it doesn't make anything easier. Uh, you know, these road trips are, are not easy. Uh, we've got a, a heck of a schedule in October uh, and a lot of these games turn into you know, ugly kind of battles out there and I think we've got the kind of guys who are you know, willing to get down in the trenches and, and um, do the hard work in those games, which is really important. Nice. And quickly, just for you go, what about these new American imports? Barry Brown Jr., Derek Pardon. They obviously had a, a pretty phenomenal first outing for the squad. What have they brought to, to, the, to the group? Yeah, I mean, that, those, those two guys were, were phenomenal in that first game. Um, it really showed you what they're capable of. You know, Barry, Barry's just a bucket out there, man. He, he can create his own shot whenever he wants. And um, Derek is just a, a fantastic presence in those pick and rolls, rolling to the rim and, and providing a great target for us and rebounding. 
you know, they, they, they played their roles very well in that first game. I don't think we've, we've seen the best out of, you know, Jarrell Brantley yet. Um, you know, he's a little quiet in that first game, but he's, uh, he's going to be so, so important for us. He's got, um, you know, a tremendous game that he's, uh, just trying to unlock right now. And I think it's just going to, it's going to come together for him soon. And when it does, you know, those three guys together are going to be a wonderful combination for us. Hey, Tom, great to have you, mate. Just for just one last one before we let you go. I don't know if you caught the 36ers game with the Suns yesterday, but they've absolutely poured it on <laughs> from deep. And I think I read the last time a, a non-NBA team won one of those preseason games was the Luka Doncic-led Real Madrid against the Thunder years ago, like years and years wow. ago. Um, you guys had a crack up there. Don't worry. Nobody put a poster on Jaron Jackson Jr., so you still hold that <laughs> mantle. But... Are you pretty proud of the 36ers or do you get a little bit of competitive jealousy like, oh, I wish that was us? Oh, look, no, I think in this instance it's uh, it's nothing but respect for, for what those guys did. You know, they went out and um, absolutely balled out. And as you said, they shot the lights out 55% or something <laughs> from three for the game. You know, stepping into a, an NBA court for the first time with that extra depth on that three-point line. It's, it's a phenomenal effort. Um I didn't watch the game, but I was I was trying to follow it as much as I could, and you kind of it's one of those ones you just keep waiting, you keep thinking, oh, you know, the Phoenix is going to make a run, they're going to they're going to get back in this, and Adelaide just kept making shots, um, and so no, absolutely wicked for them, it's wicked for the league, like the flow and effect from that, and the um, the respect uh, for the league, which is already very high internationally, is just going to continue to to go up after a thing like this, and players and scouts and things yeah, will even more so understand that our league's becoming a real real pathway for guys to, to get to the NBA and you know, wouldn't be surprised if a couple of those those thirty sixes guys um make that next leap because they've got a couple of imports there who are more than capable. Beautiful Tom. Honestly appreciate you coming on mate. Um well, we hope your luck changes and your your eye obviously returns to full health and you you get back out on that court soon, mate. You're an absolute champion and you you mean so much to that breakers outfit. Welcome home. Welcome home. First Thanks, game mate. back <laughs> at Spark Arena and we always appreciate you coming on the show, brother. Cool. Cheers guys, appreciate it. There he is, Tom Abercrombie, obviously. Yeah, I'm not surprised you didn't watch it. Lily, pretty hard to watch some tally at the moment. You're getting so that, nauseous. That, that, Imagine Cyclops. that, just a big, a big blur in the middle of your eye. Man, that would have been so scary, so scary. You have that every um, Super Rugby season, don't you? Wait, which team do you reckon he supports in Super Rugby? Blurred <laughs> <laughs> uh, vision, bad luck. So probably Blues, I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Kimfi, Izzy, how's this? Speaking of thirty sixes. How's this for a stat? The Phoenix Suns total salary cap, and I know like a lot of them weren't playing, but just for context, the Phoenix Suns total salary cap for the season coming up, US, $173 million. The Adelaide 36ers players' salary cap for the season in, the, in Australian dollars, $1.7 million. Unbelievable. $173 versus $1.7 million. Obviously... Wow. Um, that's not that's a bit of a kind of a fetch stat because it's not quite reflective. But that sums it up. And the Izzy, the other one is these players, Devin Booker and the you know the Suns guys, they're all genuine players in two K on the logo of the Adelaide Thirty Sixers players as like a sponsor was the two K logo. So like it's two different worlds, you know, it's two different realms. And for them to go in there, I'm trying to I'm trying to think of something like it would be like a Heartland team. 
It would be like when South Canterbury played the Magpies, except imagine if the Magpies were the Blues and South Canterbury went in there and rocked them in preseason. Are they blowing up? Are they blowing up in America? Of what's what's happened? Like a, a, I saw something on ESPN and Sports Center, like a NBL team just come over and beat the Phoenix Sun, who were like a year or two ago were pushing to an NBA title. So it's um yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy, and they won't be happy. I saw a clip of the coach; he was chewing his nails and absolutely couldn't believe what he was witnessing. Look, it is one of those, uh, Louis, and that just shows, hey, when you get an opportunity to face the big-timers, you know, I remember when I was at Lindisfarne, we got absolutely smoked, but Lindisfarne taking on Hastings boys, you just try and find that extra edge to go out there and get the job done, and you need a bit of luck, but you need to make, make that luck as well, and those players, they went out there and they just shot the lights out, give themselves a chance, Kimpy, and it all came off, how good. Kimpy has this, is he, is he has to go all the way back to school where rugby since the last time he played on an underdog, how good's that? <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's what happens when you're an elite athlete, an elite, that's won abs. everywhere you went. <laughs> no, I didn't win everywhere I went. Some people I, just have all the luck. Hawks Bay, okay, Hawks Bay taking on Canterbury in 2000. <laughs> when was it? 2008, when they came down and Sona Tamalolo scored in the corner and they were playing Dan Carter, Brad Thorne, Richie McCaw, and we just lost by six points. That was my nice uh, example. Munster? Like what about Munster and the All Blacks? <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. No, that's good. And and I get it. Like, you take your opportunity. How cool if one of these guys yeah. gets picked thinking, or if they make the next leap? How? Oh, well... Look at Doctor, you know, coming through like you just said. Um, you never know, mate. Like that movie, as he talked about, you know, with Adam Sadler. I ended up after he said that, I went straight home and watched it uh, about going around and looking for all that talent. You just never know where the next talent comes from. Sorry about the noise. My neighbour's sanding his deck. My motto: Don't work on your deck. Play on it. Life's good with a Trex deck. Low maintenance with a 25-year residential warranty. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.